0: Well, I know a lot of you keep asking yourselves, why can't I lose weight no matter how hard I try? Might feel that way sometimes, huh? Does that sound like you? Why can't I lose weight no matter how hard I try? Okay, did that sound like you? Give me a thumbs up if it does, or if you've ever felt that way. (laughs) Because I know I have. I'm no stranger to worries like this. I really did spend decades of my life um, trying to convince myself I just couldn't do it. You know, no matter what, I was doing everything I'm in my power, and I just couldn't do it. And I want to show you something that made me think about this topic. This is my uh, wedding dress. From before. Here we go. I know it's not very fancy, but the interesting thing about my uh, before wedding dress, this is a size 4X, I think. It had these, like, lace-up thingy-do's in the back, and I could barely... Lace it up and I did this on purpose because the normal size dresses weren't fitting me. So um, it was like a 3X or 4X, I remember that. Um, But having the lace up thing for me was key because then it could be like open, open, open in order to fit me. And the other thing you might be able to tell from looking on camera is that the color is not white. It's not for that reason now. Um, It is actually silver and it was the only dress I could find that fit me, I know. So since then, I lost 140 pounds and my husband and I did get remarried and I did go out and get a new dress that was a much smaller size. I think it was a size two, in fact. I know I'm not bragging. I'm just saying that's what it is. And the point is, I remember feeling that way back then. I remember feeling, why can't I lose weight no matter how hard I try? So obviously, I've got some solutions. I've got some suggestions for you. And that's why you're here. I just don't want you to feel like you're alone in this. Um, It's often that we think to ourselves, I'm 40. I'm over 40. I'm 50. I'm over 50. I'm over 60, et cetera. And then you start throwing other things into the mix. like, Well, if it's not my age, then you start thinking about menopause. Maybe you're feeling tired all the time. Maybe you're thinking about kids at home that have left or are still there and require a lot of work. Or maybe you're just thinking, gosh, I don't have the willpower. Maybe I've got a thyroid situation. There's always something, right? There's always something to explain or to kind of like point the finger toward, why can't I lose weight no matter how hard I try? Well, I do have five suggestions that I want you to think about today. Five, it's pretty good. I'm not gonna solve the world, but I am gonna get you thinking, and that's my plan. And we will give away a prize at the end. The big spin away is behind me. Ooh. Isn't that fun? I love prizes. Woo! And it just, what does that say? Oh, I can't even read my own handwriting. Well, anyway, we'll spin it at the end and then we'll give away a prize. Doesn't that sound fun? That way I'll pick something I can actually read the handwriting. (laughs) So make sure you stick with me. Um, Tip number one, I've got five, right? Tip number one, when it comes to thinking about, oh, I can't do this, you know, yada, yada, my age, my hormones, my menopause, all those litany of things um, that you start thinking about, well, I want you to really consider, is that really true? <laughs> right? You start thinking to yourself, am I maybe just grasping at straws? Am I trying to hold on to the past or something like that? I don't know. Could it be? Could it be that you're holding on to like an old, um, I don't know, like a, maybe an old belief system, an old goal that you might have? Is that possible that you're like clenching onto something from the past? It's true. I mean, we all do it, right? And it's possible that maybe number one is we just need to let go of that. And I, I like to call this the Buddy Eustace syndrome. And this is in page... With my old lady eyes, can't see. Oh, my gosh. Need the glasses. This is on page um, one. It starts on page 126, and it continues on. Um, but basically what I'm talking about here in the Dirty Lazy Keto Get Started book, the but I used to thing is where you start going down that path of memory lane and you're like, well, but I used to do this, but I used to you do that. And I used to, you know, wear a size blah, blah, blah in high school. And I used to be able to run five miles. And then you start going down that dark path where you kind of like are self-defeated. So is that a word like self-defeated? Where you start convincing yourself that you can't do something and that's tip number one is to like yank yourself out of that you can't do the but I used to syndrome anymore i want to just read this little short sentence to you it says starting a sentence with but i used to is a red flag nostalgia about your past smaller self um it drums up feelings of guilt shame and anger none of which are going to be helpful they're none of, none of these are going to get you going today So you gotta like close the book on that literally, and let go of that "but I used to" syndrome because that really is not going to get you anywhere going forward, right? We gotta just dump that. It's no good. (laughs) Seriously, it's no good. So that's my first tip. Number two, I want you to think about, you know, like going letting go of the past, but going forward, I want you to think about having some more realistic goals. For some reason, I think of a football when I think about goals, you know, like throwing the ball, the goal, goal, should have had a soccer ball. But really, we have these goals that maybe aren't making sense anymore. And if you're thinking, I can't lose weight, you know, no matter what I try, well, think about what kind of goal, what it is you're trying to achieve. It's possible that that could be what needs to be revisited and not like throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Does that make sense? Um... Is your goal appropriate for your circumstances? I know as we get older, we're, I don't want to say getting older is past 40, but it is true in a way as we get older and kids come and go out of our nest or our relationships change, um, how we're working, retirement changes, that's going to affect the way we strategize about the way we eat and about our weight loss goals, don't you think? I think that's realistic. Give me a thumbs up if, you, if I'm tracking here, if you agree. But it's true, right? It's not anything to do with your willpower. This is more about just revitalizing your goals, taking a look a little bit closer, making sure they're more specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, and time-sensitive. The SMART goal. Um, for example, instead of thinking, well, I want to be you know, a size whatever from high school, maybe think about something more fresh, more relative to where you're at right now. Maybe your new goal is to go outside every day and be able to play with the grandkids, to kick around the ball, or to be able to go on a long, long hike. You know, something that's more less size and number oriented and something more behavior oriented. You might feel more gratified when you're able to achieve a a more subjective goal like that. Similarly, um, I have a friend who says her goal was to be able to wear a tank top. So I'm going to show this one because it's my favorite. But to wear a tank top and feel comfortable. I know as we get older, our body changes, you know, with hormones and just our whole life situation. You know, we start to feel maybe a little bit more concerned about the way we look or the way our bodies have shaped and changed. And feeling good about yourself in the clothes, that could be an emotional thing to work on, not necessarily a physical thing. It's not that you need to go lift weights or lose a certain amount of weight or have skin surgery. It's more just about being comfortable in your own skin. And that can be something to work toward, which is just as meaningful and gratifying as any kind of a weight goal, in my opinion. And more long, more long lasting, wouldn't you agree? It's true though. Um, you know, I mentioned my wedding dress earlier, but a lot of people hold on to that and they say, but I used to fit in this wedding dress, it was X. Mine's the opposite, I know. But instead of doing that and trying to look in the past, You know, looking forward and making a new goal, like instead of the wedding dress, what if you were to, I know, don't wish this was real. What if you were to have a goal like, I want to be able to reduce my wedding ring by one size. That's still specific, measurable, actionable, realistic, and time sensitive, but it might be more appropriate to where you're at in your journey, according to menopause or feeling tired or kids coming and going. All that aside, weight, goals, and a number, having a ring that fits you it feels good. Like you can look down on your hand and be like, yes, it feels really powerful. And that can be a goal that makes more sense for you. It doesn't have to be with the body mass index or the doctor said, this can be about you. Um, I personally find it really helpful to write down my goals. I have these peel and stick vinyl papers that say dirty lazy keto at the top. And I use a dry erase marker um, quite often. And I put these all over the house wherever I need a little boost. I'm using my dry erase marker and I'll write something positive on here, whatever a goal is I'm working toward, and I'll stick it on a mirror, on a door, on a fridge, and they just peel right off. And then when I'm tired of it, you know, you can easily clean it or just toss it. So if you'd like one of these and you want me to mail you one, put that in the comments. Feeling quite generous. These are easy for me to mail um, to you. So let me know in the comments if you think that would be fun and helpful. It feels special too having like dirty, lazy keto at the top. You're like, yes, Stephanie is right there with me and I want to support you. So if that would be helpful, let me know. But these are fun ways that we can change the way we look. Um, You know, like maybe wearing a swimsuit for the first time in a long time. Not necessarily a weight-related goal, but just putting one on. That can be huge. Or buying a new one or buying one that you feel better about yourself. Or maybe buying one in a color. A lot of us wore black for decades, right? When we were heavier. That's all I wore. Um, So just stepping out of the box and trying a baby step, um, that could be your goal that is actually much more meaningful and easier to achieve. And once you achieve goals, right, then it's like, then you feel much better about yourself. That's at least how it works for me. I do want you to, um, another tip for you is to put things in perspective. This is tip number three. So first was don't get trapped in the past. Second was unrealistic goal setting. Third is putting your, your situation putting your whole situation in more perspective. And what I mean by that is that everybody's got something, okay? Now, I, I know it's easy to think like, oh, oh, I have a thyroid problem. Oh, I'm 40. Or, oh, I'm, my kids all just went to college. Or, oh, my husband won't support me, right? Extremely common for, for us to have these, like, point reasons why. But what if, number three, we put all of that in perspective and we started to think, you know what, everybody's got something. And that's okay, everybody's got something and so do I. For me, this um, is very motivating. I think about often, whenever I start going down that path, like wham, 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 to myself. I think about, I was running the San Francisco Marathon. I ran this several times. I was a ambassador for them, um, helping to recruit and being in in their um, social media campaigns and writing on their websites and trying to encourage others to exercise and be healthy. But anyway, so I thought I was all cool, right? Like, I'm all, yeah, I'm a marathoner. You know, and I was out running this marathon multiple, multiple times, years and years in a row. And I remember being out there like running my very slow pace, mind you, but I'm still running. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm past 40. I'm out there. I'm running. I'm doing great. And I was like, I'm so cool. And then all of a sudden, this guy came up behind me. Lots of people come up behind you, by the way, when you're running a marathon, you're like at a little fishy in a school. And the guy who passed me up, like I was standing still, he was like 95 years old. I'm all, okay. (laughs) He's like 95. I mean, literally, he was like in his 90s, at least 90. I remember talking to him and he was blowing me away. No problems at all. And I'm like, I thought I was doing so good and check him out. Oh my gosh, I think about that little that guy a lot and he has run a lot of marathons. There's a lot of older people who are very active and very successful in life, no matter what their age is, no matter what kind of handicap or, I don't want to say handicap, but no matter what kind of physical conditions they might have or that they're having to overcome. I remember running the LA Marathon and again, another person blew right past me. And I'm like, wow, that person looks great. Look at that form. And I looked down and the person had an artificial leg. I'm like, that is amazing. So I think about these people sometimes, hopefully I'm explaining that correctly, but people that come from a variety of different backgrounds with a variety of different things that might be more challenging to them than you, you gotta put all that in perspective. You know, thinking about just your age or your hormones or your menopausal situation, think about some of these other people who are overcoming even greater adversity and they're still doing it. They're still active, they're still healthy, they're still eating right. So if they can do it, guess what? So can we, right? I'm trying to fire you up. Come on, you can do it. I think it's really helpful to laugh at ourselves a little bit sometimes and be be modest in a way. If you're struggling with some of these excuses, I hope it's okay that I'm kind of making light of some of them because I made a whole video on this one time with my friend Tamara and I'll link this up afterward. But sometimes we let these things get in our way and we try to point at them as our excuse and we let them hold us back right we're all oh i can't do this because i have this i can't do this because i don't like vegetables i can't do this because i have uh, i don't have a gallbladder whatever so you have this whole litany of reasons why you can't do anything and then you just stuck so i will link up that video um afterward if you are willing to go at it in the right frame of mind i don't want you to call me up and yell at me saying that's not very sensitive but it's true we have to sometimes kind of put it in perspective Maybe laugh at ourselves a little bit and then realize maybe what it is we're actually doing. Cause it's true. Um, my fourth tip, I've got five for you. The fourth tip is that I want you to focus on creating new habits, new ones, instead of looking in the past. Okay. Don't don't try to fix your problems and fix the world. Just focus on positive steps going forward. I think that will get you more toward where you want to go than like obsessing over, like, well, I have hot flashes and You know, oh, I have to take this thyroid supplement. My thyroid is sluggish. You know, let that go and just focus on what you can do and just get going, get busy with that. Um, You know, there's simple things we can all do. You drink your water, right? You go back to the basics of keto. You drink your water and then you drink some more water and you drink some more water. Just when you think you need some more water, you drink some more water. Did you get that? (laughs) For reals, okay? You know, and then you go back to your your basics in terms of what it is you're eating. Um, You cut back on your carbs. Simple as that, doesn't matter how old you are, you can still cut back on your carbs and you increase the amount of like lean protein and you eat a little bit of protein at every meal and you start using your fat to make healthy food taste better, you make your vegetables taste better, Um, you make things like salmon taste more exciting, right? Or just make little steps going forward, go back to the basics. And I have a video for that too. You know, I have videos for everything, too many videos. but i can link that up for you as well. But just, you know, i think sometimes it's easy to get distracted, but just take yourself back home, center yourself, go back home and go to the basics and then just focus on what positive changes and habits that you can make that are within your control. I know the kids may have left the nest or you still have little kids or the husband can't do this or blah 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 work, tired, focus just Center yourself, go back home, go to center, and then start with the basics all over again. Control what you can control and let the rest go. You're not gonna be able to fix the world in a day. It's just not possible. And who would want to? This is part of the fun in life, right? We wanna keep things interesting. Furthermore, step number five, are we doing good so far? Do you have any tips? I hope that you're adding them because you know I'm not thinking of everything. Of course, you always wanna consult with your doctor and you know all those um, specifics, But at the same time, you know what to do. You know how to eat healthier. You just have to move forward and make those decisions. But please contribute and write some of your suggestions in the comments. Overall, I want you to stop comparing yourself to others. Is that possible? That is number five. I like to think of this as staying in my own lane, like driving, right? I got my keys here. My very large key. I have two teenage drivers now. Oh, my Lord. But anyway, stay in your own lane. Stop comparing yourself to others. Don't be looking over here. Don't be looking over there. I think when people start saying, oh, I can't lose weight no matter how hard I try. I can't lose weight, my age, my menopause, my this, my that, my health conditions. A lot of that has to do with the fact that they're looking around, maybe on social media, and they're like, well, she lost 30 pounds in a month and she lost 10 pounds in a week. And who knows if those people are telling the truth, right? People are crazy on social media. But furthermore, even if someone is losing weight at a different rate than you, you're your own person. And if you stay in your own lane, you know, focus, just drive your own car, look forward, and focus on making those good habits, that's all you can do. And that will help you move forward. It might be a little slower than the guy behind you or the guy next to you, but you're still gonna get to the same destination. Wouldn't you agree? And it might even be more satisfying. At least for me, I feel really fired up when I can accomplish something that maybe took a little bit more energy or um, maybe it was harder than for other people. It makes me feel proud and that's where I get my sense of confidence. Like for example, when I was running those marathons, I remember, yes, I was always at the end finishing with the slow people, but I was like, I didn't learn to run a mile until I was past age 40 or maybe about age 40. Like I had never ran ever. Ever, 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 like not even in high school. So for me, I was like, yes, those people are faster. And yes, they're this and they're that, but I'm pretty cool too. And that helped me. It made me feel more fired up to kind of like beat the odds. I don't know if that helps you, but it helps me to like stop comparing myself to other people and just start focusing on myself. Sometimes you got to like pinch yourself, right? You got to like pinch yourself and remind yourself... You can do this. You know, stop telling yourself these lies. I'll pinch right here. Telling yourself, why can't I lose weight no matter how hard I try? Pinch yourself and remind yourself it's just not true. You can do anything when you set your mind to it. I know that you can. Um, I know for sure Dirty Lazy Keto works because I've met people from all sorts of backgrounds, all different ages, despite all different health conditions, people with type two diabetes or CPAP machines or people that have um, PCOS people that are using um, things to assist them with walking, all of a sudden they're able to control a little bit of their life with what they're eating and make positive changes that have a dramatic effect in their whole landscape, not just on scale, but in the way they do things on a day-to-day basis. It improves the quality of life overall. And that for me, as you can tell, I'm getting all like, that for me is what this is really all about. I mean, I know that transformation is possible. I know you can lose weight on Dirty Lazy Keto, but I also know that you can change your life. You just have to do it one net carb at a time. It's as simple as that, right? Well, that about wraps it up, folks. Thanks so much for listening and for being part of the Dirty Lazy Keto community. I'm here to support you. I am here to help. Would you like to be notified when a new episode drops? Sign up for my free newsletter so we can keep in touch. Enter your email at DirtyLazyKeto.com and I'll just send you quick notifications when something new is going on. My newsletters are free, of course, and you can unsubscribe at any time. Did you enjoy today's podcast? Do me a favor, tell a friend. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the Dirty Lazy Keto podcast. I believe in you, my friend. I know you can do this. See you next week, keto superstars.